Hello, and welcome to Morning Prayer at St. Paul's Lutheran Church in Edison, New Jersey. I thank God that we're able to be together to start this morning in prayer. Today is Tuesday, and this is the 17th week after Pentecost. Today we continue our reading of the 14th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. And now we begin our time of prayer in silence. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Let us come before God's presence with thanksgiving and raise a loud shout to the Lord with psalms. For you, Lord, are a great God and a great ruler above all gods. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. In your hand are the caverns of the earth. The heights of the hills are also yours. The sea is yours, for you made it in your hands and molded the dry land. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our Maker. For the Lord is our God, and we are the people of God's pasture and the sheep of God's hand. Come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us shout for joy to the rock of our salvation. Give glory to God, our light and our life. O come, let us worship and praise. You have been born anew through the abiding word of God. The Holy Gospel, according to St. Mark, the 14th chapter, beginning this morning at verse 3. While Jesus was at Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at table, a woman came with an alabaster jar, a very costly ointment of nard, and she broke open the jar and poured the ointment on his head. But some were there who said to one another in anger, Why was the ointment wasted in this way? For this ointment could have been sold for more than 300 denarii and the money given to the poor. And they scolded her. But Jesus said, Let her alone. Why do you trouble her? She has performed a good service for me. For you always have the poor with you, and you can always show kindness to them whenever you wish, but you will not always have me. She has done what she could. She has anointed my body beforehand for its burial. Truly, I tell you, wherever the good news is proclaimed in the whole world, what she has done will be told in remembrance of her. The Gospel of the Lord. The woman who anoints Jesus with an entire jar of expensive perfume does more than simply honor the guest of honor at a dinner at the home of a man whose name, Simon the leper, makes us wonder even more about where and among whom Jesus chooses to dwell in these, the last days before his crucifixion. What she does is also an act of faith, an act of worship, an act of lavish generosity. It is an all-in. She breaks open the whole entire jar, the whole entire ointment is poured out. The term Messiah, or Christ, means the Anointed One. 
It recalls the time when God led the prophet and judge Samuel to anoint David as king, even while David was a young boy and Saul was still on the throne. Anointing is also an honor uh, and a designation and so much more. To be hailed as Messiah was then to be confessed as God's anointed one, God's chosen one, God's son, the one on whom God's favor rests. Jesus, however, will associate this particular anointing with an anointing for his burial. But we can also understand how this too connects to our confession as Jesus, as Christ. He is truly revealed fully as Lord in Christ, as Son of God, in his death and resurrection for us. The Anointed One is also the Suffering Servant. This woman sums it all up beautifully in this memorable act of worship. Of all the senses, our sense of smell is the the sense through which our deepest memories are held. The text itself gives us time to think about how the smell of the ointment must have filled the room and lingered there throughout the evening. As Jesus proclaims that the smell of this act of worship by this wonderful woman will be forever associated with the telling of the story of the good news. In the Old Testament, we discover, maybe to our surprise, that the smell of a burning sacrifice, the roasting of the meat and the fat and the grain, creates a pleasing aroma before God, a sweet aroma that reminds God of the love God has for God's people. A pleasing and overpowering aroma of this ointment, too, connects us to God, remembers us to God, assures us of God's love and favor towards us in Jesus the one who dies for us. But also, what a waste, or so some say. What a waste to pour this out on Jesus, when it could have been converted to money and given to the poor. After all, what does Jesus need with such a lavish display? This kind of discussion still taints our talks about fiscal management in the church. Good stewardship generally leads us away from waste, especially such lavish waste as this, and yet, The love of God invites our sacrifice, the sacrifice of all we hold precious, to break it open, both as an act of honor, praise, and worship, and as a way of reminding us that our help is in the name of the Lord and not in our own riches or possessions or what we can hold closely to us. Worship itself, the worship of the Lord, is all about waste, at least from a human perspective. That's why human beings struggle with it so much. At its heart, our worship of this God is an act, a response of love. It accomplishes nothing else but expressing the love and commitment, recognizing the honor in the relationship between us and God, of praising God for all that God has done for us and showing our love for God. The worship of some gods requires sacrifice as a kind of investment, a kind of divine bribery for things like good weather or prosperous trade or health or all the stuff of a good life, but not so with us. This woman's critics know that too. They know that no amount of ointment is needed to buy the forgiveness or grant the favor of God, and that God doesn't need uh, the pouring out of a, a year's worth of wages worth of ointment, but instead God also directs us to love our neighbor, 
our neighbor who needs our generosity as well. And yet there is room for both, isn't there? For a lavish and abounding worship and praise. For a lavish and abounding generosity to the poor. To spend and to sacrifice and to offer up all sorts of riches in love for God and as a testimony to who God is and what God is doing in the world. The great commandments are twin goods that call on us to love God and to love our neighbor. This woman recognizes in this moment that the greatest good is to love God, to love Jesus, and in doing so bear witness to God's presence in her midst. And for thousands of years now, to know Jesus Christ and Lord has been the greater gift. While the poor need help, the world also needs to see and hear the church involved in its beautiful, lavish, acts of worship, love, and witness. Witness to a God who invites the whole world into the beauty of this worship. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Blessed are you, Lord, the God of Israel. You have come to your people and set them free. You have raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of your servant David, In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. Through your holy prophets, you promised of old to save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us, to show mercy to our forebears and to remember your holy covenant. This was the oath you swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship you without fear, holy and righteous before you all the days of our life. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, And you, child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare the way, to give God's people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Mighty God of mercy, we thank you for the resurrection dawn, bringing the glory of our risen Lord who makes every day new. Especially we thank you for the sustaining goodness of your creation, for the new creation in Christ and all gifts of healing and forgiveness, for the gift of relationship with others, for the communion of faith in your church. For what else are we truly thankful Merciful God of might, renew this weary world. Heal the hurts of all of your children and bring about your peace for all. In Christ Jesus, the living Lord. Especially we pray for the sick and those who tend faithfully and diligently to their care. For those who are mourning and for those who accompany them in their grief. For those who govern the nations of the world and for people in countries ravaged by strife or warfare for all who work for peace and international harmony, for all who strive to save the earth from carelessness and destruction, and for the Church of Jesus Christ in every land. Almighty and everlasting God, you have brought us in safety to this new day. Preserve us with your mighty power that we may not fall into sin nor be overcome in adversity. In all we do, direct us to the fulfilling of your purpose through Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless you now and forever. Amen. Go forth into the world to serve God with gladness. Be of good courage. Hold fast to that which is good. Render to no one evil for evil. Strengthen the faint-hearted. Support the weak. Help the afflicted. Honor all people. Love and serve God, rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit. Thanks be to God.